This episode is brought to you by The Social Circle Vancouver. The Social Circle Vancouver is a group of Vancouver's finest socialites and social rejects. Everyone's crawling out of a pandemic and getting back to life as normal. Come join us by following our telegram at The Social Circle Vancouver. Not bought to you by Pfizer or any of its associates. Have you seen what's in that vaccine? Make sure you're reading the ingredients on anything you put into your body. You can thank me later. The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Well, look at the time. I'll try to keep this brief. After 28 years of Peacock logos on much of what I own, it is my choice now to jump without a net into the great unknown, as I do for the first time in my 62 years. My biggest worry is for my country. The truth is I'm not a liberal or a conservative. I'm an institutionalist. I believe in this place, and in my love of country, I yield to no one. But the darkness on the edge of town has spread to the main roads and highways and neighborhoods. It's now at the local bar and the bowling alley, at the school board and the grocery store. And it must be acknowledged and answered for. Grown men and women who swore an oath to our Constitution, elected by their constituents, possessing the kinds of college degrees I could only dream of, have decided to join the mob and become something they are not, while hoping we somehow forget who they were. They've decided to burn it all down with us inside. That should scare you to no end as much as it scares an aging volunteer fireman. To my coworkers, my love and thanks, and I say again, everyone I've worked with has made me better at what I do. To my family, love and thanks doesn't begin to cover it, but now I have the time to better express it. My friends know who they are. No one's been blessed with better friends. To the guests on this broadcast, as you heard the nice man say a few minutes ago, it's always been about you. Otherwise, I'd be staring into the camera for an hour, five nights a week, and nobody wants to see that. You are the 11th hour and will continue to be the 11th hour. This is where I thank you, however, for being so great for explaining these last five years. As a proud New Jersey native, this is where I get to say regrets. I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. What a ride it's been. Where else? How else? Was a kid like me going to meet presidents and kings and the occasional rock star? These lovely testimonials that I can never truly repay make me hyper aware that it has been and remains a wonderful life. It's as if I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning in Bedford Falls. The reality is, though, I will wake up tomorrow in the America of the year 2021, a nation unrecognizable to those who came before us and fought to protect it, which is what you must do now. My colleagues will take it from here. 
I will probably find it impossible to be silent and stay away from you and lights and cameras after I experiment with relaxation and find out what I've missed and what's out there. Every weeknight for decades now, I've said some version of the same thing. Thank you for being here with us. Us, meaning the people who produce this broadcast for you. And you, well, without you, there's no us. I'll show myself out until we meet again. That is our broadcast for this Thursday night. Thank you for being here with us. And that is Brian Williams, formerly of MSNBC, signing off. And this is your girl, Char Michelle, signing in. Welcome to WTF Landia Radio Show. It is a podcast show that is ready for Brian Williams Airwaves. Just saying. Shonda, if you're looking for anybody to fill that 11 p.m. spot, I am your gal. And let me tell you why. Why, you ask? Because I'm already working at 11 p.m. time slot. Well, 12 midnight Eastern Standard Time. So what's an hour before that going to do for the ratings? I think, hey, and I got the top spot on my, my network as well. So let's talk Shonda. Let's talk. She's the head of, president of MSNBC, and I'm just sure she, she might know Ari Melber. He follows me on Instagram, or used to. I think I talked about him on my podcast, and he was like, let me back out a little bit. This is embarrassing. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Um, Kareen Stephens, you. Corinne Stephens, I forget about her. That was back in the day when times were easy. Corinne Stephens writing novels about her conquests throughout Hollywood. Top, top of those um, celebrity charts being, uh, you know, Bobby Brown and whatnot. Well, anyways, <laughs> that's anyways. Uh, it made me think of her when I was talking about him because it has nothing to do. I never met Ari Melbourne, but I threw him out there. I threw him, I threw him over the bus and said, hey, time was, life was feeling good when you have somebody who you look up to on the uh, journalism spectrum come follow you on Instagram because of a podcast that you produce. WTF Landier radio show, that is. Check it out if you haven't. Oh, yeah, this is it. You're listening to it right now. Shonda, welcome to the show. Also, that 11 p.m. spot that Brian Williams there just signed off of. I do another uh, radio show at that hour. It's called Midnight Marauder with Char Michelle. It's a podcast as well, so just type that in and it'll lead you right to it if you can, you know, find your way to that. I hope you enjoy it. It's also on the radio, but we'll get ah, pub, pubbing my own stuff. Well, that's why I'm here, right? I was not going to do this for free forever, I tell ya. Huh? But that's not why we're here, my friends. Why we're here is not for me to get a job from Shonda Rhyme. Shonda, not Rhymes. Yep, well, Shonda hearing my plea. Shonda, the president of... MSNBC, not for hearing my 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 plea to uh, take that spot, but because of what Mr. Brian Williams, a journalist I well respect, 
because you know those late hours are hard to fill with viewers let me just tell you i know analytics it's hard to get people to turn tune in at that hour why because it's east coast one west coast i guess people will turn in around nine no problem but it's you know dinner time bedtime hours most people are going to be yes finding their favorite show or podcast and turning it on at that hour hi to my viewers that are doing just that it is nice to have your ear to the podcast of your dreams <laughs> no just seriously though welcome back it's nice to have you but yeah those hours are one of those hours that you think you know not a lot of people are going to be listening to as opposed to those afternoon hours when people have time, right? So I think if you're going to like what you're going to like, you're going to find it at what hour and you're going to pay attention to it. So Brian Williams had that spot, but Brian Williams also had a message that was, well, for me, you guys know how I think this is WTF. And I might add, um, I might pronounce that all caps WTF. Uh, Landia radio show. So I'm I'm always trying to find the WTF out of things, right? I'll make a little WTF out of that out of things here and there. Why not to get people to think, to get people to talk, to get people to feel. And I must say that Brian Williams leaving the eleventh hour in that manner was something to feel. And. It's because words. I'm a word gal. He said everything and nothing all at the same time. Darkness on the edge of town has spread to the grocery stores, school boards, boardrooms, Zoom rooms, and tombs. Just that. Stop. Pause. Let's talk about that. What does that mean? Darkness on the edge of town has spread. What does that mean? And this is not me that's, that has the analytical brain. Or maybe it is me that has the analytical Yeah, it is. It's okay, fine. Fine. It's Sean Michelle's overanalyzing analytical brain. That's got us here. But hear me out. Darkness on the edge of town has spread. You know, it's like that movie that I've watched on Netflix called The Fog. And all of a sudden, people are just, you know, doing their thing, living their life. All of a sudden, this fog rolls in. And as the fog rolls in, creepy stuff. I'm not going to be like a commercial for the the, 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 the show, the, the Fog movie on Netflix. But if you would like to, go ahead and watch it. You can watch it after this podcast episode. But things start to get real dodgy when that fog rolls in. And so it made me visualize that again. This is my brain, not anyone else's. If you have a similar brain style where you hear things and you like to paint a picture in your brain of what that might look like, then you might be understanding. If not, I'm going to paint a picture for you by my words. Because I'm a wordplay gal, y'all know that. If you're new to the show, welcome. Welcome to my brain. But that, okay, you don't want to know what that meant to me? That was two months ago. That was in December because he said some other things that alluded to us. He even said the date. He said the years. He said the year that, that he was in, and that was 2021. 
but um, he said that and it made me it gave me pause and I said okay that was about two three months ago actually we're in the third month of 2022 so that would have been four months ago yes about four or four a little over four months ago maybe gosh that's how fast time is flying by my goodness anyways he said that and it made me think that was when we were in the height of mandates people are not happy people are losing their jobs nurses getting kicked out of their jobs people in office spaces being told by their boss if they're not vaccinated they can't they no longer have a job schools being almost left out of the circumstance because that would be a whole nother problem but I can talk about that in a bit but teachers being strictly advised to get vaccinated for their health and safety quote unquote and quotes finger quotes do it for the kids so what I think is that there was a picture painted that, listen, this is not just for you. This is for everybody else. Do it for the kids. Do it for your boardroom. You know, people do it for your patients that you're seeing. Do it for everybody. That's when you get people to do things because people are innately good. People, honestly, I know it feels like it's not the truth, especially with, you know, Vladimir Putin shooting bullets out of his yangle over at perfectly livable people and children over in, uh, in, in uh, you know, Ukraine. But we're not talking about Vlad. We're talking about people are generally good, meaning that they're not born a-holes. They typically would like to do what's right. So when you say to a human being, a person, do it for Sandra down the road. Do it for Tom. He's got tuberculosis. Or that's a little harsh. Tom's got a um, ap- sleep apnea. If he if he gets sick, it, his wife's gonna leave him, leave him. He's gonna be snoring way harder than he already is. Do it for Tom so he doesn't get divorced. His wife is great. No one else is gonna take Tom. Do it for Tom. Right, so people go, oh, I'm going to do it for Tom. Tom's sleep apnea is going to get out of control. It's going to get on 100. It's already at 75 now. It's going to get to 100 and 150 plus. Loss of wife, loss of life, loss of livelihood. So I'm going to get this vaccination for Tom. You know? Just think about it. Go with me here. So um, a lot of people are doing it for, because they're good people. And that's what we've been told, you know, the school boards do it for your students so that they don't take it home to people that they may have um, in their lives that have a compromised immune systems. Everybody, 95% of the world did it for someone else other than themselves. Truly, honestly. And this gives me pause as well. It makes me think people are so rad. People are so good. But people are also very, very trustworthy. Because truly, we're supposed to trust in the scientists and the government. We're not supposed to look further into why we need to do this. 
but if you said kids didn't get it very harshly it's fine then why do we need to do this for the kids and then we start to see that the vaccines aren't even working for people and people that have been vaccinated are still getting this thing so no one ever questioned about that but i'm gonna get it just in case I'm going to get it so I don't flood the hospitals because the nurses are working and I don't want to get it for them. And if I come in there and I have a strong case of the C-19, then this is going to make these people who've been working night and day, these nurses, these doctors, these physicians work even harder on behest of me coming in there because I can't breathe. Right? So people go, I'm going to get this vaccine, man, even if it don't work. At least I won't have the symptoms so heavy. Not not really taking inventory what we were told by Fauci and Bonnie and all these other cats about, no, once you get the vaccine, you can go about your normal everyday life. If you do some inventory and, and do some research back a few months and just search up some YouTube videos, they might have taken them down by now. They do that often these days. Just take things away so you don't see them or hear them anymore. But you can probably find some of those sound bites that people, I'm sure, have recorded them or screen grabbed them of, uh, you know, you are able to go back to living your normal life once you have been vaccinated. Don't worry about it. That coming from the mouths of Dr. Fauci's and Bonnie Henry's and whatnot, we're going to get this thing under control and get us back to our old lives. Or whatever, not not my words, but their words. So we trust them, right? We don't decide to go and look about who's in charge, who's saying that we need these things if it's not working, and do I really need to get it if I'm following all the other proper measures that would put no one at risk, like your girl Char Michelle. I'm probably the cleanest thing that you can ever imagine. I I I follow the the, the rules. I don't want to get nobody sick. I I'm a humanitarian by heart. I don't I don't I don't think that you know intentionally going around with your mask off in places you shouldn't touching things. I'm a germaphobe too. I'm just gonna be honest. So I'm not gonna be up in there touching stuff. It's not up. It's not my thing, right? So I'm a good gal to follow those rules and stay out of the way, vaccinated or not. I'm probably not gonna be the one to get it unless my kids bring it to me, right? So it makes you think, you know, why we were so trusting and why is it still going? And I think the darkness on the edge of town has spread into the grocery stores. People that were working at grocery stores, they were told they needed to get the vaccine. School boards need to get the vaccine. Boardrooms need to get the vaccine. Blah, 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 blah. Health officials, vaccines, people who work in train stations. Basically, if you wanted to keep your job, you need to get the vaccine. And then he goes on to say, Brian Williams says, you swore an oath and forgot who you were elected by. And forgot who you were. They didn't even say who you were elected by. You swore an oath. And you forgot who you were. Like you guys, like the, 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 our presidents, our prime ministers, our scientists swore an oath to science. And now they've created mandates around science findings. Are you kidding me? Mandates. They have politicized the vaccine. 
by using words like vaccinated and unvaccinated to fear monger and shame people. Like I actually had a good friend was like, I don't want to go out with my friend because she's unvaccinated. And like, if she's going to come out with me, I need her to like follow the rules. Like, who are you? You, you, cause you're vaccinated. You thought that you were way cooler than her. You wait till you drop to the floor from myocarditis and find out who's cool and who's not. I hope that that never happens, but that's happening. So settle down by using words like unvaccinated. That is segregating. That is not a medical term. For goodness sakes. There's no medical term called vaccinated or unvaccinated. (laughs) That's a political talking point. And everybody just started using it. And everybody became a white lab coat wearing doctor in the comment sections of every social media post. It's so disturbing and weird and awkward and odd. And so on and so forth. So the darkness on the edge of town and the the officials that swore an oath and forgot who who they were yeah sounds like brian williams like i'm gonna have to report on stuff because you know journalists we get um information sat on our desk and this is what we're supposed to be reporting on right everybody gets it on the mainstream media we get the same information and we need to talk about it it's just that all it is is just being talked about it by somebody else it's your, from your town, from your country, from your your city, from whatever. It's all the same script, right? And maybe he felt like his humanitarian heart. And no, 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 no. Maybe he took an oath to do to bring the you know I don't know the news in a format where it didn't mislead. And maybe that's what he saw was happening, was about to happen. The misguiding and misleading and, and, and watching from his vantage point as a journalist where everything was going, where it's all, where we're headed. He said, waking up in an America in 2022 or 2021, a dark contrast from the past. This is wild, is what he's saying. I don't like it. It's way different than what I'm used to. Waking up to an America in 2021, a dark contrast from the past. This is way crazy. And he's covered Iran, Iraq, you know, other stuff I'm sure that was way more wild in these streets. But what we were seeing is a global... It feels like a global execution of something very misleading with the C-19 and then the vaccines and then the wordings. You know, I'm a wordplay gal. I like words. But, you know, unvaccinated versus unvaccinated makes me... That that was a spidey sense that went up. And then mandates to the vaccine was a super spidey sense that went up. It's like, where's my freedoms? And then again, it brought me back to understanding that I love people. People are trustworthy. 
they are good genuinely by heart they have to they have to learn to be bad they have to get into the world and realize that they've been treated wrong so now they're going to treat everybody wrong whether they start to study psychology so they can try to get into people's head and they are burnt out little demons and then they just try to disrupt the you know the people around them to get further on in their careers which their careers will come collapsing anyways because the truth shall prevail like those people besides those people people are really genuinely good good-hearted good-natured they don't want to see anybody get sick with c19 they don't want to see anybody um you know lose their wives because they're asleep apnea snoring's gonna go up (laughs) but seriously right so it made me feel that way too and then he goes on to say my biggest fear is for our country this is a sign-off he says i'm not a liberal or close to the sign-off my biggest fear is for our country i'm not a liberal or a conservative i'm an institutionalist meaning i this ain't no liberal conservative sign-off for none of y'all i don't care what you believe in i'm gonna say all the words and no words all at once I'm going to tell you all the words and keep it very null so that nobody comes and tries to, you know, hold me to contempt or everybody starts talking all these talking points around what I said, except for Char Michelle, because Char Michelle gets it. All of those words that he said in that sign off should be alarming to people, meaning he's trying to give us the understanding that you guys, and this is before the invasion Okay, this is four months ago. Now, things have been getting hot, hot over there for sure. But he's American. Oh, I don't think he, you know, maybe he knew more about that even. He's a journalist. He studies this stuff, guys. He's good at his job. But maybe maybe he knew, and, and I'm, I'm not going to say maybe, I'm, I'm pretty sure he knew that things were going to get way worse before they got better. And he couldn't stick around for it. <coughs> And he couldn't stick around being told what to report. Rather, he should do what DJT did. did. Now, don't go over to, um, what's it called? Where is he at, over at now? Um, C-SPAC or whatever. The budget max version of Fox News. But don't go over there. Go into a, a, a network where you can talk that talk and not be, you know, have your disclaimer ready. Talk that Brian Williams talk. Maybe you can start your own network. But people will listen. But also, then you're going to... If you say too much, then you look like a conspiracy theorist. You look like a Joe Rogan that should be shut down because you're thinking outside of what you've been told to report on daily from the script that has been put on your nightly 11th hour desk. Right? Maybe he couldn't do it anymore. Maybe he says, you know what? Maybe I didn't swear an oath. He said, he said, these people have had degrees I can only dream of. That was a nice way to say, golly, you guys, you know better. What are you doing? What are you doing to these people? What are you doing to America? You know better. You have been educated by all these wonderful institutions, yet... We are all circumvented in the same thing of being told, mandated, 
pressured to do things that we otherwise by all legal regard shouldn't be suggesting to people by mandates or otherwise and so it is a stark and dark contrast from the past and there's also a lot of dark stuff from our past in American history as well but this is more of a global thing and that's what makes me feel like you know he might understand that he'll lose his platform and his voice at some point anyways so why not leave a encrypted message on the way out what did Brian Williams really mean we may never know but I hope that even just a little bit I might have helped to crack the code later By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise the WTF Landia radio group does not endorse approve recommend or certify any information product process service or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement the third-party materials or, or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.